I think we have to like do something that's kind of painful every once in a while, something that's terrifying, something that's scary every now and again to remind us how great our life is. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Good Is In The Details. I am your host, Gwendolyn Dolsky, and for this episode, What Can Comedy Do? I am joined once again with co-host, LA lawyer, transit whisperer, sci-fi writer, sometimes comedian, Rudy Sallow. And we sit down and talk with stand-up comedian, musician, producer, writer, Brendan Small. Brendan is also the creator of Metalocalypse and the animated series, Home Movies. In this episode, Brendan talks about the art of stand-up, what can comedy do, and what is the function of comedy. If you have any questions about this episode, feel free to tweet at gdolsky, or you can email me at goodisinthedetailspod at gmail.com. And if you are enjoying the show, please leave a rating or review, or share the episode. Yeah, why not? Okay, and here's the interview. So I went to Emerson College. I studied some classes at Emerson College, and while I was there, I would bother the teacher. He told me he was doing stand-up. I would start. And then one of our um, one of our final projects was to do a show at an actual comedy club with an audience and all that stuff. And that's where I met Eugene Merman. And then, like, three weeks later, we would become roommates. But it was just like you get into a community, and this community is really fun, especially if you're young and you're making friends and this really crazy, scary world of potential major failure in front of your peers and all that stuff. So it was it was a really exciting time. But that's how you start. And then at some point, you, it's it's almost like marking a date on the calendar. And you go, all right, I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to actually do stand-up. Whether I'm ready or not, I'm going to make up something that sounds like jokes and see if I can just survive this. And that's how you start. That's So what drew me to it? Creativity. Getting laughs is probably one of the best, ex- most exciting feelings. I've gotten to do a lot of cool things. Yeah. I've gotten to play music in front of tens of thousands of people. I've gotten to, you know, I've gotten to do some really fun stuff. But getting, winning an audience over is one of the more exciting things you can ever do. Even if it's a small audience. But to get, <laughs> conversely, eating shit, bombing will stay with you for a long time it's, it's very damaging yeah. so that's what damaging. i think is interesting is the mentality that that getting the laugh must be so rewarding that it's worth all of those bombs it's, 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 it's a great drug it's, it's funny the best drug on yeah that. i talked to a, a guy after one show and i was like what are we doing in this stupid place with this bad pa and all these and these people some of them are paying attention some of them aren't there's a DJ over there. It's too loud. There's an espresso maker over there. What are we doing? What kind of masochists keep walking into this stupid thing? And he said, oh, we're just chasing the dragon. We know what it's like. We know what it feels like. It's riding the white horse. Yeah, it, it kind of is. It's, it's kind of a safe, and it's, it's almost like, I think, I don't think we can, I think we have to, like, do something that's kind of painful every once in a while, something that's terrifying, something that's scary every now and again to remind us how great our life is. Let's say, like, if you have a cold or whatever it is, I always go, oh, right, I forgot to take, I forgot to truly appreciate my life before I had this cold. Like, isn't it wonderful right now? I can breathe through my nose. Isn't this great? <laughs> but if you have a cold, you're like, wait a minute, I forgot. Like, the smallest little extra pressure in your face, the tiniest little thing will ruin your life. But stand up, and, and again... 
it's like you know it's like a boxer on the couch sometimes sometimes you're in good fighting shape and sometimes you're, those muscles can atrophy and I've been in both places where I felt like okay I've proven this to myself ultimately you're trying to prove to yourself that you're funny you know and sometimes you are sometimes you got it and sometimes you don't it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> wonderful yeah you're, you're you're very fascinated by this topic and you've had several stand-up comedians on this show and you know I, I took comedy classes and did the stand-up thing because I wanted to become a better speaker and, and it's been a yeah. great thing it will help you yeah. it will help you so when are you going to get up on stage? Oh, no way. You see? No well, way. But why? Yeah. But why? Why yeah, the no why way? Why can't you do it? Why? Well, I have done public speaking, but I'm, you, but you, I am you very stand much in front aware of, a class. of, I'm aware of what I can and cannot do. You stand in front of a class, <laughs> of, in front of college students all do? the time. I mean, in terms of being funny, that's not really, no. I think that's very limiting thinking. I think thinking. I can talk Aristotle. Think? I think that's limiting thinking. I think if you want something, I don't think stand-up is one of those things where, I also didn't get it for a while. I was going on stage and going like, oh. I remember the comedy. <laughs> Rick Jenkins was like, yeah, we uh, we have to figure you out still. <laughs> it was like, <clears throat> and I was like, that is so honest and so painful that you said that. And it's so true. And I do have to kind of figure out what is this thing? When, and also, it's very freeing when it works, which is, again, you have to kind of get to that mental place where you go like, all right, fuck this. I'm going to make some either some huge mistakes or I'm going to go home victorious. I have a question on that point. The last several times that I went up on stage. Where'd you go up on stage? Uh, the last place was the Ice House in Pasadena. Okay. Um, yeah. And the last three times in a row, the act wasn't that different. Right. But the last time, the one time when I nailed it, yeah. and the whole crowd, was, it, it, it was the crowd. I knew that the crowd that night was, it was my night, even though the act wasn't that different. Right. That's the hard part for me. So you're is... saying to me that you're identical. Because you use the identical words, it's an identical performance. Yes. It was, it was basically and you identical. you had the same amount of confidence? Yes, I did. And one 100%? Night, one, scientifically proven. I have, I have the recording. And you can hear the difference. That, that night, the crowd laughed at everything. And the previous time, just three weeks before, I only got like a 60% hit rate. The crowd's a huge factor. But also the third time... You've done it two other times. It's a charm, they say. Whether or not it's a charm, it doesn't. That is like threes in comedy do work nicely, but they do. what makes you do well and not do well is a, this is what's fascinating about comedies. There are a myriad of factors that keep us all from being funny, and and or allowing us to be funny. Sometimes I realize I'm at my absolute funniest when I truly don't want to be there. Okay, where I'm like, just get me out of this. How do I get up? Like when I'm not eager, when I'm when I'm not trying to tell, when I'm like, "Hey guys, he's a joke," <laughs> you know, like all this stuff. Like people, people are like, "Yeah, yeah, shut up, go away." Because if you're like, "Nah, you know what? I don't know if you guys have earned my jokes yet." People are like, "Well, go on. What do you have to say?" They want to hear stuff they're not allowed to hear. If they're if, if they recognize that I don't want to be there, they're like, "This guy's interesting." It's really funny. Going back to Woody Allen, just it's about hiding your punchline. He would talk about. By the way, I'm a, I'm a huge Woody Allen fan. I grew up with him. I read all of his biographies, all that stuff. So, so what, what what do I do with all this? What do I do with all this this deep Woody Allen knowledge? But he would talk about as he was giving a punchline, he'd take his glasses off and start rubbing his own eye. But that would do something to the effect of trick the audience into not not knowing a, a punchline is coming. So that's part of it too. So you're tricking people. 
you're also playing to a room. You're at, you're treating them like one person. You're treating them like single people and then one whole group. There's a lot of crazy room psychology. One of my favorite things, that one of the great feelings of doing just a show, just to kind of keep your muscles tight, is going into a room that's not doing so well. Where, you, where I'm going on a little bit later, I have a few comedians to study what's working, what isn't, and why, hopefully. But to go, all right, this is not a great night. I don't know if, what this story is. And I always ask, you know, what is this, a Groupon situation? What's happening? <laughs> did somebody, are you, are, is this like, did, did, you know, is this like, like, did you get a DUI and you have to come here now? Like, what <laughs> happened? Why are you, why did you leave your house, you know? And then at the same time, you, there's a lot of anger towards the audience that happens with comedians like, fuck this crowd, shit like that. Or you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. These guys could be watching Netflix and jacking off. But... <laughs> They're here. They're here wasting their night, this terrible night of comedy. And you can just see comedians, like a chain reaction of implosions. Mm-hmm. And this is where comedians are like, me, 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 my thoughts, my feelings, my life, all that stuff. And this poor audience is subjected to this. So you have to think of everything from their point of view. And if you can, one of the great things that you can do, and again, it goes to public speaking, pitching a show, whatever it is. Mm-hmm you can turn it around like there's got to be a way to change this to t- change this whole room's energy and release it let it go and start it anew in that situation in particular do you do a lot more crowd interactions at that point i i started to as i continued on so yeah so i do like i do enjoy just going like what are we what are we doing here what is this you know just breaking the whole thing and saying like what am i like what is what is wrong here? What is happening? Why is this? In one way or another, you're asking these questions. Why something isn't working? Why this whole night has been a disaster? It's a, it's almost like a philosophy professor. Well, that yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> well, I mean, those are the very difficult questions I mean, to ask. Well, yeah. now that now that you're saying, I mean, that's one of the that's one of the things I wanted to ask you or tap into is what does comedy do for us? What is its role in society? Because you're right, people will pay or spend an evening watching Netflix, or there's a lot of money that goes into comedy. What do you think is comedy's function? Well, I'll tell you, without it, I think, uh, I don't I don't know what the hell we would do in our free time. I don't know. We were watching a documentary on HBO. It's a, a documentary that took place in the South, Arkansas. Some, Arkansas. It took place in Arkansas, and it was about crystal meth in Arkansas. And Jesus. what... Yeah, and it was um, dark, dark stuff. Right, but what we had was a, a family, a group of people who were all addicted to this drug. And I was looking at it, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is a very serious documentary and very." But I was looking at people that they were not very funny, <laughs> and I thought, "Here, what do you do to pass time in Arkansas? I've been there. I have family there. Um, what do you do when you don't really?" have you know well if you just don't have interests that are like excite that that move you from day to day Gwen how many how many uh, audience people do you have from Arkansas because I think you might need to put them (laughs) I'm just saying just really quick just just throwing that out there people out there sorry go ahead I'm not saying any for anybody other than the people in this documentary because (laughs) there are plenty of funny Arkansas people and Arkansas is a funny word think about it um but uh but yeah with what I noticed, what I was talking to Courtney about was I go look at this. This is like this is like everything is so heavy in this world. It, it, being on drugs, being off drugs, being worried that you may have gotten your offspring on drugs and all this stuff. 
nobody has made a joke this whole time. There's nothing funny in this world. And it's the ennui. It's like the day, the mo- the heaviness of every moment, and that's they're just experiencing it. And we've got a lot of days in our lives, and just to experience the heaviness of 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 weighty moments and air and all that stuff with nothing to break that tension. If we had that, we would all be probably in the same. If 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 we didn't acknowledge comedy or were excited by it or allowed a release, a mental release to happen mm-hmm. to come, I think, come I think be, therapy it's therapy um i think it i think it's yes i think it allows us to, to laugh is therapy without a doubt it's like screaming too like every once in a while I, doing metalocalypse i i realize that i get to scream until i'm purple in a microphone and makes music there's something where i feel great afterwards you know the primal scream idea you know and uh that is something that's great it's a release going to a gym and going like all right i'm totally exhausted now because, because like our whole body is built up with tension and lactic acid and, and, and shit that makes people uptight and all that stuff. You need something. Mm-hmm. Something. So there's comedy. But there's also heavy metal and there's also movies. <laughs> there, there are a bunch of things that – but also, I mean, I'm just excited by the idea of trying to come up with unique thoughts, trying to say something that someone hasn't said, hopefully, something that pertains to me personally, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I'm talking about being a comedian as opposed to just being an audience member and laughing. Well, I think, um, yeah, it's an existential question. Well, well, I think we've... that Nietzsche said that if the world made sense, then art would not exist. And comedy as a part of art is a way to deal with the incongruity of existence or the weight of existence. And then you can now enjoy that's funny. life. See, this is funny. <laughs> we, 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 one thing that we've come up with um, when we've talked to comedians on the show is that Comedy can also be one of the pillars of democracy. It's a way to talk about weighty issues. Sometimes they're political, but yeah, if we can if we can at least address some of these issues, like Dave Chappelle has on his most recent Netflix special. Sure, but that's one of the important points of comedy. Is okay. Let's talk about this very difficult subject. Oh in, yeah, in a yeah. funny way, and maybe maybe we can come out better because uh, that we laughed about it, and we, maybe we can think a oh, little different I mean, in society. I, th- I think. I think it's amazing. Like some comedians have a magical ability to be able to take something very dark and fucked up and break it down in a way that's so funny and so digestible and also makes everyone go, oh, right, right, right. I would never believe it. Like Bill Burr is so great. I always think he – I think he does something that's pretty fantastic and articulate and and intelligent because I've seen him do this a few times where he will take – he will he will he will almost act like a defending attorney for a notion, for an idea or something. And he will go, all right, this is my client, and I've got to defend this client somehow. <laughs> and bear with me. We may, you know, this may get rocky, you know, but but if I were to defend, and I've seen him do it in a way where we're all, we're all on board with, we know this is the wrong client to represent. Uh-huh. We know this. Slimy criminal but, defense but, he, but I remember hearing him do, like, a, a bit on Bill Cosby, too, going, like, is this... <laughs> Who's equating? I won't even do it. I'm not even going to try to go there. But if you find this bit somewhere, look it up. But he is basically defending Bill Cosby. How would you ever be able to defend what Bill Cosby did? Of course, he's the worst. It's not a questionable. But in this fantasy dissertation, yeah, will will the audience? You know, he'll ask the per- permission of the audience to to be able to just to, to see what it would be like. Yeah. 
and he kind of gets himself off the hook. Of course, I don't think it's in his belief system. I don't think he's going up there with a manifesto or anything. I think he's really having a great deal of fun because I can see you as a lawyer lighting up because yes. um, <laughs> it is a funny notion to be able to defend the indefensible because that is what a lawyer must do it at B- some point. Bill Cosby had lawyers. I mean, he went yeah. to trial. I oh, mean, yeah. there there are he had some high-powered attorneys right. and there so there are attorneys that have to deal with that. Of course. Well, John Adams helped the Redcoats a little bit. He did. He did. Somebody else has got to go help Bill Cosby. It's true. You know? Um, I mean, we were getting taxed on all that tea. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, 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 so some people can use it as, as a way to have a conversation about the ridiculousness of anything. Anything you can think of from, from society society's problems to to condiments you know whatever we need to get a criminal defense attorney in here this is great this is a great opening for it we're gonna have one well let's just wrapping up yes um are there any we've said a lot of things we've said and i apologize for all of them if i said anything (laughs) to offend anyone (laughs) let me tell you this right now that i am sorry and uh i am making currently while i'm speaking right now a donation to your cause is there any, He's got a good attorney. Are there yes. any uh, comedians right now that you can think of who are doing something that you would say this is this is important? That's a good question. There are a lot of funny people. There's, I mean, turn on Netflix. There's so many funny people. Got so good at telling jokes over this kind of comedy boom of, over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. So many people are so from Nikki Glaser to um, I haven't seen a special now, but but Wit, uh, what's his name? The Golden One, I think it's his title, is the. Oh my God, um, it's coming to me. But I haven't watched this. I, but I, but I know in person that he's so funny. Cut that part out, please. <laughs> I, sound like, I sound like Joe Biden trying to remember something. <laughs> Whitmer Thomas. Oh, uh, Whitmer. Whit, Whitmer Thomas. That's his name. Okay. But um. I don't but know, yeah, that Joe Biden joke was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That was really good. That that has to stay in. Joe my, Biden, yeah. My okay. favorite was at the end of that one debate when everybody was saying like, "Come to my website," and then he's like, "And you can go to Joe at five five. What did he do? Like he just I didn't see gave, that. Oh one, my god, that but... was one of the fun. I could not. Okay, whatever. Back yes, to, back to this thing. Back so to you, so Biden. in conclusion, what is funny to me may not be funny to anybody else, which is why people get offended. Which is like what I think is a light subject, somebody else may think is a heavy subject. When I'm trying to be, um, I don't know, absurdist or nonsensical, which I think I mean absurdism is hilarious to me. I mm-hmm. love weird, fucked up, incongruent things i think we're gonna need a lot more comedy these days with the world falling apart and everyone going virus crazy and and we're all gonna be the most important thing that we're gonna need to have is probably a netflix subscription because we're not gonna be leaving our houses right 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 but again once you get into netflix what what am i supposed it's option paralysis then that's a new problem i i remember seeing an, an onion headline that said uh netflix to now offer endless browsing (laughs) yeah. <laughs> it was one of the funniest things because that's like you have to I have a I now have I listen to so many podcasts that have to do with film and stuff like that because I just need to have a list because now I'm I'm the network and I have to have a lineup of what I'm stripped because the networks are all but phased out and I have to be my own programmer and so I do have lists upon lists upon lists of the, the movies I want to watch the movies I think I need to watch TV shows garbage to like make fun of whatever it is but um but i do stay away from all kinds of 
comedy. It's so funny. I have a comedian friend. Just I'll leave you with this. But a comedian friend of mine was like someone who was asking about a show, and he just leans over and he goes, I don't watch any of this stuff. I don't, I <laughs> it, it, it makes me insane when, when people think it's funny and I think it sucks. Like that happens too in comedy all the time is that we're like, yeah, easy joke, stupid. Don't – no, sorry. I'm sorry. You can't do that. This has been done. That is a that is just a saying. That's not a punchline. People say that now, and you're using that as a thing. So we analyze. We go, well, I wouldn't allow myself to get away with it. Why are they getting away with it? And everyone's howling. Everyone's laughing. Oh, it's so funny. So that's how comedians think. And also, I'm the funny one, not them. So, so I have friends that are like, if, you, if they're not the funniest person being spoken about, they'll kind of go just exit the conversation. So ego goes into all that stuff too. But also being sick of – you know, you have a caliber of things that make you laugh and then things that fall below that you go, all right, I'm sorry, it's, there's not enough time in the day. I can't watch this. So so with that, I give you no recommendations. <laughs> and I Nothing say good luck Nothing. with everything. Just try to take things lightly, huh? Brendan, if when people want to get in touch with you, how can they if they have questions about this episode? They can come to my house and we can have okay. a long conversation. Bet your lovely wife would. Uh, Yes. Scary. Really appreciate yes. that. Please, everyone, okay, come Twitter to my handle. house at any time. Twitter handle. Oh, at underscore. <laughs> God damn it! At <laughs> underscore Brendan Small, and I'm at Brendan Small, B R E N D O N, on Instagram. If you want to look pic- look at pictures of my dog or guitars, um, that's it though. That's all I have. That that's what I do there. Dogs and guitars. Okay, that sounds that sounds lovely. Thank you. Okay, Rudy. thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rudy, real fast, your Twitter, your Twitter handle. Twitter, Twitter is solo Rudy. That's if you want to follow me and get inside of my crazy brain, just follow me there. All about transit. Not these days. I'm not. I'm kind of avoiding it because of the coronavirus. I know I'm normally <laughs> normally I'd even bring up a kind of a transportation thing into the show. I can't because I haven't ridden on it in over three weeks. I'm I'm that scared. Oh I'm my serious. goodness. Yes, it's dark, dark times. But but I thought it was a hoax. It's not a hoax. It's actually, it's it's for real. Yeah, no, the coronavirus is a real thing. Okay. All right, and you can tweet me at G Dolsky. And Dolsky? what else do I normally, what else do I normally say? Um, bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Get home safe. <laughs>